And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is a swap cast, actually. And uh, I'm one of the hosts. I don't know how to fucking introduce swap cast. So uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm Nate from the Reality Czars. Um, I'm really stoked to be here. Um, I'm also talking here with Mystery Mike and Declassified Dave. Uh, gents, you guys want to start it out? Declassified Dave, I think you were going to do the plugs, right? Uh, yeah, we are two thirds of the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. We're missing our. Uh, defunct CIA operative, uh, Slick Frog Sanders. And if you want to find everything about us, first and foremost, you can go to hushhushsociety.com. You can find all of our episodes. You can read through blogs. You can purchase merchandise. You can read through some of reviews. You can leave your own reviews and ratings. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that other stuff. We have a Patreon, five bucks a month. You get some pretty sweet deals. But if you have listened to us before, you don't need to listen to me. Uh, we are a conspiracy-based podcast that talk about fringe science, paranormal, UFOs, cryptids. We Nothing is off the table, as we said before in our previous conversation. Uh, so check us out, www.hushhushsociety.com, and uh, enjoy my glistening face during this entire thing because <laughs> I am sweating. Dude, it's, it's fucking ridiculously hot. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked to talk to your audience too. My name's Nate. I've done a lot of fucking shows. I'm I'm one half of my fucking team too. Uh, Tony, I think is probably at work right now. Um, so our show's fun. We talk about anything and everything. We talk about economics, politics, libertarian bullshit. But the, for the most part, we're we're truthers too. So we're talking about like how the government is fucking you and. How they're probably reptiles and pedophiles, and they're fucking eating kids and stuff. We, you know, we we go everywhere. Uh, we just put out a Bigfoot documentary, so if you guys want to check that out, you can find that on our Rockfin. Uh, our show is also on Rockfin, so go follow us over there and show us some love. Um, and we put out two to three episodes every week, and uh, yeah, we just have fun. So uh, I hope you guys can find us. I don't have a website. I really should put one together. Um, I'm also figuring out how to put together like a Patreon and stuff. Like I, I think this weekend too, I'm actually working with somebody that's working on merch. So I'm really just getting my shit together. It's really what it is. So uh, look out for all those fun things. And, uh, yeah, thanks guys. Uh, this is fun. Let's talk. Yeah. yeah let's get into it. <laughs> I love your uh, artwork first and foremost. That's, it's really awesome. Thanks man. It's yeah. Cool. Shout out to Bags, man. You can find him on Instagram. He's the man. He does like a lot of people's artwork. He's the shit, dude. He does like OBDM and like all those guys. Uh, I reach out to him and yeah, he hooked me up. Yeah, he's the man. So shout out to Bags. Yeah, we were talking about your artwork earlier before we got going. So we dig it. Okay, brother. Uh, so what did you want to talk about today? What do you want to what do you want to dive into? You want to talk cryptids? You talked about uh releasing a Bigfoot documentary. So let's Let's dive into cryptids. Let's talk about Bigfoot. We, Bigfoot's an interesting one, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's such a fucking diverse topic. And there's so many people that are either like stuck. They, they have like their, their heels in the ground and they're like, Bigfoot is exclusively a flesh and blood creature. He's a hominid and he's just like a wild monkey that lives out in the woods. Or there are folks like me that think that he's something much closer to something interdimensional. And I've, but I'm open-minded, man. I'm not one of those those folks. Like, as soon as we like, we reach out to a lot of really cool people in the Bigfoot community, and like half of them embraced us, and half of them are like, "What do you What do you mean you think Bigfoot's psychic?" <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. So uh, it's we, whatever, man. We uh, we actually just recently had 
Alexander Petrikov. Petikoff. 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 He's going to be so mad at you for that. I know he's going to be pissed. Um, but he is a he's a he's a Sasquatch hunter. He is an outdoorsman. He's a filmmaker. He's part of the um, the Small Town Monsters uh, film crew. Uh, they make documentaries about cryptids, and he is mainly kind of along the lines of a Sasquatch. And during our interview with him, I mean, he told some wild stories and he's been to some great places. He, he talked yeah. about being out in the, the vast wilderness of Alaska. I mean, the places where nobody lives. Um, he's talked about Oregon and Washington and a bunch of different state parks that he was, you know, he explored. And We're up here in Oregon. That's what yeah, 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 yeah. And he had he, a very strange encounter in the forests east of uh, Portland. Yes. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Where he yeah. ran into supposed Satanists. Yeah. So that was an interesting. Probably like us. near Mount Hood. Is that where he was at? Yeah. 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 Pro- yeah. yeah. Probably. Yep, that's what yeah. he was mentioning. Yep. So he's, he's told us a bunch of really, really great stories. Um, but you know, he, he, he let us in on, on some information that I personally didn't know about is like, um, like C bomb. Have you ever heard of C bomb? No. So, uh, C bomb, he says is like an oily, like tar type residue, um, that supposedly is in the palms of, of Sasquatch. Of, of he said uh, certain chimpanzees have it as well. I yeah, think. yeah. 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 Some type of yeah. or certain type of hominids also um so it's it's like a it's it's almost like a sticky substance almost like pine tar um interesting and he yeah and he was telling a story about them finding um some handprints on the side of like a like a, a tin tin building uh out in the middle of nowhere and they tried to replicate it with their hands and it was like a re- really weird setup with the finger the thumb was kind of like really extended and in an awkward angle and they just really couldn't figure it out and of course you know it's made with this this oily substance um and i had never heard of it i never heard of it um and we we've covered cryptids obviously like i said we haven't gotten into bigfoot or anything but um yeah, very, very interesting stuff. And he talked about uh, wood knocks in the in the woods, you know, where uh, they're pretty much pounding against trees. Yeah. You know, and, and, and making it's almost like a. Um, they stripped you know, like the bark a, first, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. found a lot of trees stripped of bark. And it wasn't on the. So on the main road, the trees were completely had all their bark. But when you'd go off trail and you were going into these weird areas, yeah, we just found tons of trees that were broken, just like snapped and tri- snapped in half and like put in awkward positions that like aren't natural and to like crosses and odd things and, and yeah. tons of trees that are just stripped of bark. And it's, it's like their cell phones out there, how they can like call each other and communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had, we had talked, we always kind of bring it up is when we're talking about cryptids in general. Um, and you had mentioned it is kind of the, the thought that maybe they are an ultra dimensional or interdimensional kind of being. And it goes, it goes hand in hand with how they're sighted and how, how sparse the sightings are and how they could be in one place one minute and gone the next. And, um, 
it, it kind of lines up with it. Uh, we've been talking since I believe season one, when we started talking about Mothman is the ability or the, the, the probability that cryptids around certain areas, mainly high energy or high explosive areas are more commonly found. So the TNT area for Mothman, um, you know, and you look at these other maybe missile testing sites, you see a lot of, mm-hmm. of cryptid sightings around these different areas. Does that have something to do with the cryptid itself? Is there a reason why we're seeing cryptids in those particular areas? Um, and is it is it causation or correlation? Like, what you know, we, we don't know. But it's uh, I think it's possible. I think it's possible that it definitely has something to do with some type of energy. Uh, yeah. Especially when it comes to those those appearances of cryptids. Yeah, it's fascinating, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's one of these things that it's like um, there are these orbs and UFOs that somehow that for some reason will like I, I've heard credible like uh, statements from folks that like that were in the military so that will talk about like if we're if we're moving a piece of equipment and it has a nuke on it, orbs are fucking following us. Like, mm-hmm. like it, there's yeah. just something about it. It's something like maybe I don't know if they have motivations, like they don't want us to destroy ourselves or something like that. It seems that they yeah. seem to like disable things when uh, and screw with things when people are, you know, getting heavy handed. I don't know, a man. Of, it's a fascinating, fascinating idea. A lot of people talk about UFO sightings going hand in hand with Sasquatch sightings as well. But I think mm-hmm. I think if, if you have obviously the general consensus now is that you have most ufos that you see not all but most are not man-made origin i mean our government has accepted it and maybe it's a bunch of fluff maybe it's not but i personally believe that with those sightings i mean if there is an intelligence that's poking around us whether it be from earth under the under the ocean or space or inside the planet wouldn't they be very interested in a very rare is super intelligent, upright, hairy hominid that's a part of maybe human lineage at some point in the past. Because I've always thought too, especially with the areas that we find Sasquatch sightings, the big dominant areas, that's where you have the bigger wildernesses. And especially in California with the redwoods, I mean, larger, larger entities, larger trees, larger environments. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, particularly believe that the ufos are teleporting sasquatch into the woods i think but they would be very but they would be very interested in seeing this extremely elusive creature that is able to hide from a creature like us which is not elusive at all we're just like (laughs) in your face all the time so but there's a lot of land out there so it's, it's interesting interesting shit man bigfoot I want to get more and more and more into Bigfoot, I think. Bigfoot's an interesting one, man. I was talking to a guy yesterday who's really into, I don't know if you guys have touched on the, like the secret space program and different things like that. And he was talking to me about how, okay, so long story short, we went to battle with the reptilians who were like, ultimately, uh, they were the first, I, I don't know, they're native to earth. Right. And so they, 
we got fucked with, right? We got, we got screwed with genetically. Right. So it's almost like an Anunnaki thing. Like the, the lizard folks were the Anunnaki. Uh, then they had different things like the Ajiji, you know, and the Adame, those, like those little different groups and stuff that they, anyways, but long story short, uh, the, these giants that I don't, I'm sure you guys have seen like, uh, you know, about or heard about at least like the giant skeletons and all those things that, um, all of those giants are the Bigfoot. The Bigfoot are those giants. They've, they have lived amongst us. And when we ultimately beat back the reptilians somehow, um, we did it with those guys. And so like uh, they have complex societies that live amongst us and we don't even fucking know it. Like it, this, that's how he was trying to explain Bigfoot to me. And that when we do run into a Bigfoot randomly in the middle of the woods, that's like he says, those are like their version of homeless people. <laughs> which I thought was really <laughs> funny and it, it, that's cool. So, um, and that, Oh man, what was the other thing? Anyways, that, that they are flying those orbs and saucers and they, he says like they're going on vacation and stuff. They go out in the woods and stuff and that they're flying those things. I can't say that that's true, but that's wow. fascinating as fuck. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's a wild. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, we're, Realistically, uh, you know, and, and I think it's always kind of mentioned is that, you know, it's all theories. It's theorizing. Mm-hmm. So you can you can play that out as far as you really want. Um, it, 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 if, if aliens exist, if extraterrestrials are a thing and UFOs are a thing and UAPs are a thing, um, you know, who's to say that Bigfoot isn't some sort of extraterrestrial? Who's who's to say? that they are native to earth the same with mothman or any other cryptid um it's it's if you can stretch your mind as far as to say there is cryptids that exist if you can stretch your mind as far as to say that there are ufos and extraterrestrials then you can theorize any of that stuff and smush them all together realistically so I don't think it's outside the realm of, of possibility, especially within the realm of theorizing. Definitely within the realm of theorizing. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Like, but I, I guess kind of where I've kind of come down to this, it's like to deny that Bigfoot exists is kind of an assholeish thing to do. It's just because like so many cultures around the world fucking describe this big, hairy hominid, whatever he is. And there's been so many sightings like forever. And so I, there's definitely something to it. Now I can't claim that I know what it is, but it's, it's some, it's something that like, I, I do think that it's the same thing with like the fae, the fairies and things like that with ghosts, with these angels, with these demons, with these aliens. I almost think that the, these are all maybe either one entity or all a similar thing. Uh, and that we're all getting these different experiences and it's like, it can probably come to us the way that we can, um, the way that we can receive it, right? Like something that we can understand. And so like for some folks that would come in the form of like a fairy, but like some folks it might come to me as like my grandma that died, you know, and yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man, it's, it's an interesting thing, but I think that there's definitely a big connection between all of these like paranormal things. And it really, to me, it comes down to interdimensionality, how they can just be here and then just disappear like within an instant. And and we are all experiencing a lot of these things. Like it's not even, it's not even crazy for people to talk about like UFO experiences at this point. I've seen orbs. I've seen these things in the, in the sky and I don't even sound crazy anymore because so many people have seen them at this point. It's, 
yeah, the stigma is uh, washing off a little bit with, yeah. with that. But Bigfoot, you're still psycho. If you talk about Bigfoot, yeah, you're still, yeah, but you're, you're a harmless right. psycho. Like when I like people get excited when I tell them I'm into Bigfoot and I'm doing a Bigfoot documentary, they're like, "Oh, that's great!" Like they're just like, "You're silly and stupid." But like, get back you, in the woods. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I'm I'm harmless. They're just like, "Oh, that goofball." Yeah, and on the other hand, if you were to say, "Yeah, I'm doing a UFO documentary. I'm doing a, a an extraterrestrial documentary," they'd be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. it's 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 still harmless, but at the same time, it's it's that you're a little crazy for thinking that, <laughs> you know. And I don't know. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy at all. Like you said, it. it even even if you want to keep it very terrestrial, if you want to keep it earthbound, it's not that difficult to look at it and say, okay, this is just a species of animal that we haven't encountered, that we mm -hmm. haven't had to, we haven't had the chance to study. Think of how many thousands of other species of animals in the ocean that we've yeah, that never we found, never been able to yet. study. Um, and, and we're finding new species of animals pretty much weekly. So it's like, you don't really have to stretch your mind that far. All you have to do is classify it under, this is something that we haven't had the chance to really get up, up close and take a look at. Yeah. yeah, and it's one of those things. It's like, God, dude, nature is way bigger than we get give it credit for, dude. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. there was these explorers that were looking for these elephants, and they I, they were looking for these elephants in the middle, like in the Congo, and they couldn't find them. And they realized, I think, at like the end, of, like the last day, that they were literally on the other side of these like trees, and they had been there, these big giant fucking elephants, and they had been that close the whole time. And it's like that has to like for them to those monster giant animals over there for them to hide that well it's like it leaves the door open for cryptids in a physical sense like it totally leaves, especially if they are as intelligent as us yeah look look at how many species there are like you said on the on the planet one undiscovered and discovered i mean so many like i mean if something had even close intelligence to us but looked far-fetched like something like Mothman or something like that. Uh, imagine how elusive that thing could actually be because people can hide. You know, there's just so many of us, so it's hard to hide. But then you think about all the people that are like Alex said this and made a really good point is that most of the people that are out in these backwood areas that are uh, really experienced backpackers and hikers and outdoorsmen, they see this stuff and it's just kind of like the same thing where you talk to a trucker and it's like, I've seen lights in the sky all the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, these people are professional. They're professionals in where they go and where they encounter, where they venture off to and seeing something like lights in the sky. That's not an airplane or something that's almost 10 feet tall, throwing rocks at you from across a river. Uh, and now with cell phones, it's, these people are should be taken seriously and like mike you said mm -hmm. i think it's it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility that there's something just lurking especially even if there's a, a medium-sized number of them in just north america but yeah yeah it's it's interesting dude and like one of the one of the points that the dude was talking to me about is like uh 
these things too, it's like uh, they live in the most inhospitable places and they, they seem to have like, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but like they, they're living in the Himalaya, the, like the Yeti, they're, they're living like all these places that we can't find them. And uh, man, what was the other point I had? I don't know. I have ADHD. Sorry guys. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm typically one of those people that like, uh, I don't know if you've heard that term where the, space is fake and gay. Um, I'm typically one of those dudes that like, I, I don't think that we've been to the moon. I don't think we can get outside of this firmament, whatever that like a uh, project, uh, what was that fishbowl? You know, that thing. I don't think we can get out of that. But like, so whatever these things are, I think they have to be ultra terrestrial in my opinion. Like, I think that they're here amongst us, but maybe not in a way that like we can experience. So, I mean, it's something like, okay, like this is like, everyone talks about this, but like if you take DMT and you start to see those, those like machine elves and those different things, those like creatures that are, uh, you know, in this other place, people will describe that as like it feeling more real than here, you know? And it's mm. like, I, I think that I like, it's something like with the near death experience too, where your, your brain drops a bunch of endogenous DMT and like, and maybe that is like the gateway to the next, you know, wherever you go. Right. And so I think that there are like, cause right now I kind of feel like that we're just like these bizarre spiritual things inside of a meat suit. Right. And I think that when we leave, we go somewhere else. Right. I, I think that that part is eternal. The, whatever us spark consciousness, whatever we are, that our soul or spirit. And so maybe we get to go and experience those other weird little realms afterward. I don't know. Any thoughts on that? We just had a conversation with a guest talking like, a lot about souls today and four hours yeah. ago about, about yeah. astral projection and, uh, I love and consciousness. Um, yeah, I think the way that he put it, I don't, I wouldn't say it was bleak, but the way he put it is that we are in the worst possible realm in our physical bodies to be in. <laughs> was he a Gnostic? Uh, no, I don't. I don't okay. believe so. Yeah. He's just very, very, very well adversed. Couple decades of astral projection and lucid dreaming. Because so. I love it here. I think. I think this place is great. <laughs> I know a lot of people call this a prison planet. I'm like, this is a pretty fucking sweet prison. I like it. <laughs> it's hot, right? It's a hot prison right now. It's, it's hot, it's but a, dude, I'm like 20 minutes away from the river, right down there. Like, I'm also like 10 minutes away from this beautiful, gigantic fucking forest. Like, I like it here. I'm enjoying it. But yeah. I've got kids and a beautiful wife. Like, I, I think this prison is great. But I think it's all just... uh, location, location, <laughs> location, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because at the same time, right? It, it has to be. There has to be that balance. There's the best things like you can imagine here and then absolutely the worst. Right. And, and I think that you can also create like this place can be hell. You can make this place hell. You can make it with your attitude, the way that you see things, the way that you accept things, the way that you can, you can hold on to things and be like angry and bitter. And, and then you can make really stupid fucking decisions and you can make your life hell, or you can make this place fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and then there's just unfortunate accidents that happen to people. And then like, that just fucking sucks. And maybe that's what your friend's talking about. Like we're in the absolute worst place to be in a flesh suit, I guess. Like, like shitty things can happen. I don't know. No, that was, that was just my perception of it. The way that oh, you okay. were saying is that like, this is if the realm of the physical body that we're in as human beings, at least in this, in this reality is the lowest place you can go. And if you ascend even a little bit, it's still darker than the highest point you can ascend within your consciousness yeah it was very 
it was very very interesting but you did mention something about uh, the moon landings and yeah uh, we haven't talked about this in a while and i really think it should be talked about considering that nasa just scrubbed the artemis launch because they forgot to put rocket fuel in thing or it was <laughs> it wasn't having it wasn't cooling properly because some i, I don't know i just feel like they got over, they forgot to hook up one of the ac yeah, vents yeah like over the years I'm not saying I'm becoming a flat earther, but over the years I have, <laughs> I have definitely gained a different perspective on the fact flat that earthers to... make great points. They have fantastic critiques. Their answers aren't always the best. I, I've had some great flat earthers on here, some really smart folks, uh, and, and they make some solid fucking points. I've talked with David Weiss. I've talked with uh, Sean Hibbler. I've talked with lots of really interesting, smart fucking people. And they're fucking brilliant, dude. Sometimes they are literally the smartest person in the room because they study this shit. Oh, they're yeah, fucking they smart. Like, I love – I, I have a huge flat earth audience, and I love those guys. Uh, sometimes they get mad about stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> We've – we have to re well, we have to revisit flat Earth because when we did it back in 2021, um, we took a fat lava dump on top of flat Earth. Yeah, we we didn't give it its justice. We we should, and we were in the the far stages back of talking about it, and uh, more of uh, and we're, we're we accept it. We we joked about it, and we were we were douche noodles, and we weren't the best of the best of folks on it. But you know, we live and learn. We're probably going to revisit it again, but. With the, dude, I've got the, a great guy. If you want to talk to uh, my buddy Moral Bob, fucking smart, really fucking friendly, cool ass dude, and he'll red pill the shit on you guys. <laughs> the problem that I always find when it comes to flat earthers or the argument for a flat Earth is that it, it, it's always well, what about this? And then you give them an answer for for what they're questioning. Well, what about this? And then you give them an answer and then it goes on and on and on like that. And then it's either, well, that's what the elites or that's what the government or that's what the powers that be want you to believe. That's not really what the science is. So it's like you could do that literally with anything. And then on the other end of it, you have somebody who goes, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the science explains it away. Okay. What about God? And as soon as somebody introduces that, it's not, it's not what about God? It's, well, the Bible says, I'm sorry. You know, and, and we've, we've talked about it in, in, in ad nauseum. The, the Bible has been translated fucking 200 different times from Moral 30 Bob different is languages. not a Christian. He, he will have a, that conversation because I've had the biblical, I've had it actually, actually a awesome guy. Love him. Josh Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where he gave me biblical uh, version of flat earth. Like, and it, mm -hmm. it was great for some reason that got me a fucking strike on YouTube. I talk about everything. I'll talk about like, I'll say Bill Gates is a fat tranny with tits that wants to give everyone AIDS with a vaccine. Like that won't do anything, but we yeah. talked about biblical flat earth. That got me a strike. Yeah. You get bullying. We yeah. got a we got a cyberbullying strike because we cyberbullied John Podesta. So yeah. um, that was good. that good. And we've also had David Ike, which got us uh, that episode taken off YouTube very quickly. I didn't um, even put him on YouTube. I I yeah. had him on as well. Yeah, I didn't put him on YouTube. Brock Finn all the way. But <laughs> but my uh my question my question is since my belief has changed with 
the moon landings. I I don't think we I don't think we've been there. I mean the tech no. the, the 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 I the, don't think so either. The the rhetoric and the game plan afterwards is like let's do less things. And I don't I don't want to discredit the space shuttle. I think the space shuttle is probably a really really cool piece of engineering, but. Uh, whatever it is, I'm not as far down the hole of where people are like, oh, they're balloons uh, with fireworks at the end of them, and they just float them up. Um, they but, do use a lot of helium. They do. The most they helium. Do NASA, NASA is the mm-hmm. largest producer or, or consumer of helium on the planet, which is interesting. <laughs> but they, you know, it's a but, big mylar balloon. But see, that's that's the problem. I want to want to talk about the moon landings. Not about flat Earth, you know. So, so that's that's where my belief has gone from. Fuck yeah, we went to the moon, and then it's like learning other, even just small science things, like the Van Allen radiation belts. It's like, well, how do we do that? And then hearing weird stuff where it's like, well, how did we distribute this live when there's people in this country now who can't even stream cable TV, you know, in yeah. 2022? And then who took this picture? If that's the first person that's been there. You know, and we lost the technology, that's and now we're, we recorded yeah. over the tapes. You know, and yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody put them. So they they were at Mar-a-Lago or whatever. We found them. You know, like it's it's that's that's the stuff where it's just been like. And then most recent, a lot of these feeds, people are like, "Oh, it's coming from it's coming from space," and it's like, "Yeah, but I just saw a video of people on the ISS where they have a glass of water, and it's in the fucking <laughs> glass of water." Dude, and how about like, this one? It's right. like they're showing like the, the Mars rover and you're looking at it and then a fly buzzes off of it. So we've either made the most fantastic discovery ever. Holy shit, there's life on Mars. Moon or, flies. Yeah, moon <laughs> flies. Yeah, or you guys are fucking liars. And see, this is where like I have to give all the flat earthers the credit. Is like, And that's why I say they make fantastic critiques because like NASA lies so much. That yeah. like you can just point it's it, it's the shooting fish in a barrel because well, they're such the, fucking liars, man. They are yeah. the rebranded Fourth Reich. So <laughs> yeah, I just think it's more of an argument for NASA being shitty than it is for a flat Earth. I, I'm I'm the type of person I look at I look at everything very critically, and I look at the the science behind. You're the low argument card. for a fl- yeah yeah I totally <laughs> am, and I and I'm proud of it. Um, but I, I think when, when the argument comes down to, well, look at what NASA does, you know, they, they take composite images of the earth and they take composite images of this and that look at what the, what the James Webb telescope sent back. It's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Again, I think that's more of an argument for NASA being a shitty administration. It was found, you know, it was founded and built by fucking Nazis. I, I don't think even you know here we are 60 70 80 years later i don't think that they're the most honest administration out there or entity out there what are you talking about you know i I fully believe that nasa is a piece of shit lying fucking organization but again that's not an argument for flat earth but 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 you you have to think too. A lot of the arguments that come back with that is, well, why would they fake it? And then it all circles back to control. You know, we don't want the powers that be. Don't want you to believe like what you said, Nate, a little earlier. Is the the ability to get through our higher consciousness because we do have a lot more to us than 
just the flesh prison on the flesh moon earth saturn matrix so like yeah you know you're <laughs> by reptilians you know sucking yeah. our kids bloods and shit sucking you our know, kids bloods and just like hijacking our loosh i mean there really is something to that <laughs> these like yeah these folks i mean they feed off our fucking negative energy like i you know this is basically based off the conversation I had with David Icke about, you know, about that stuff, like those lower entity beings that are just like feeding off of our negative energy. And like, so whether that's physically happening or they really are just controlling us that way, because they can just like through the media, they can like make us vibrate at these lower frequencies. They want us afraid. They want us angry. They want us like upset, jealous, pissed, you know, divided, hating each other and so we never see who's fucking actually in charge who's actually oppressing us who's actually keeping us like you know and so i think that there is definitely something something to that and i think that like they do want us to think very much so that we are on a random ball we're a bunch of monkeys stuck to it it's flying randomly through space everything just happened out of fucking nowhere you're like there's nothing at the end of this when you die nothing matters like anything you do here it doesn't fucking matter you're fucking pointless you're worthless look how small you are compared to the vastness of this unlimited space like i think a lot of that is fucking bullshit i don't know but i do know that this earth when I'm looking at the fucking stars, they're not blurring in the sky. I think that we're at a fucking stationless moving. I don't think the earth is moving. I legitimately don't. I have no idea. I'm not saying this this place is flat. Maybe it's a ball. Maybe it's hollow like a fucking donut. I've, I've had those conversations. Those are fun too. Maybe this is, really is a fucking simulation, but it doesn't feel like we're spending at 17 miles an hour going set, uh, was 70 miles an hour going this way and 17, you know, I don't know. It's supposed uh, to be, I think one. one got another comment. Miles. Hashtag flat Earth fam. All right, what's <laughs> one, up, monk man? We love you. One thousand miles an hour, the Earth, and then supposedly the Earth's moving at like sixty-six thousand, sixty-six point six thousand miles an hour. Yeah, it's always sixty-six point six. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. Satan. it always but, is, dude. But they my have question to slip is, that shit in. Okay, my question is. Mm-hmm. Assuming that 99.9% of the population of the Earth thinks that it's a globe, don't we already think along those lines? Don't we already feel like shit? Don't we already, on the other end of it, feel good and believe in a god? I mean, well, look it at really the comes down to what are they hiding? So, like, oh. I love the flat earthers when they talk, start talking about this because this is my favorite thing in the whole world that we're on an unlimited plane. And that there's extra continents. I want that to be true as a motherfucker. I want to be able to go and have my own. would be wild if it was yeah. true. Yeah. yeah it's just mean. past the ice wall, dog. We just got to get past there. There's dinosaurs and sea monsters. Maybe dinosaurs. Don't, I don't even believe in dinosaurs either. So I'm maybe I'm a hat. That's one we'd like to we'd like to <laughs> dig into at some point. Yeah. Just I just don't, I don't believe it the way they're telling it. So I don't think, yeah, I don't know. And maybe there were like uh, pterodactyls or something, but like Tyrannosaurus Rex literally, literally wouldn't work. Like with what they call gravity, how big he is, how he stands up, how he would eat, how he do like, that doesn't make sense. He's a fucking like blue, a blue whale on land. Like it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like he would get crushed. It doesn't, it's, they're hiding giant's bones is what those fucking dinosaurs bones are. I think I think there's a big there is some there is some weight to the 
the dinosaur I think I think thing. I mean, realistically, my biggest argument with the dinosaur thing is well, we find all these dinosaur bones that aren't actually bones, they're fossilized bones. We get the process that turns them into fossils, and we all have to become scientists to understand it. And we get don't to that have point. a full skeleton of any dinosaur. Well, yeah, There's we, like we, eleven we, bones of T Rex, and you're telling me they make up the rest of them and go, This is how he'd fit together. So we're yeah. just putting together a puzzle and we're we're pretending pieces exist. It's yeah. bullshit. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. The little arms are facing the wrong way. Did you see that one? Yeah. No, so wings, like like T Rex arms, they're really small. You know, we all know the T Rex arms. Yeah. And realistically, they have them set up the wrong way. So if you flip them, what it looks like is the beginnings of wings. Mm. So the, the, the arms, chickens, if you right? if you turn them, the arms are more likely wings. That makes sense. Now that's terrifying. Imagine a fucking T Rex with wings. <laughs> that would make more sense with all the accounts of flying reptilian dragons and all that type dragons, of stuff in yeah. ancient ancient. That's it. See, that's the thing though. If we're talking about how many, how many of these dinosaurs are we finding? You know, but where where are all the people that were supposed to be here too? You know, we're not finding that that fossil evidence. We are, but not to the point of where you're finding these. You know, where people maybe not have been fully centralized you know on well, the planet at that science, time dude is these old men they dig their fucking they plant their fucking feet in the you know in the ground and they say like there's no way earth is older than x and so if they do find fossils they will find fossils of like humans they're like well the carbon dating's off that that can't mm-hmm. be because we're only like six thousand years old or something and then you go find something like geo Tepe or something that like like almost proves humanity has been around and building cities, you know, like 13 to 30,000 years ago or something. And these people freak out and they don't want to hear it. So it's like, it's, it's like, it's like the COVID shit. It's like these scientists, they, they fucking paint a box. They say, this is it. And if you try to go outside that box, they shut you down. And so, I mean, that's, an, yeah, it's just more, it's more religion to me. That's religion. It's all the suppression of uh, the truth and information and that always brings down. It, it really does. Every time I've ever done any research, like I wanted to talk about the moon landings here. We're talking oh, about sorry, yeah. No, no, it's all, <laughs> We're it's talking about it's, dinosaurs. It's, it's a, no, it's all it's all good. But every time you talk about the moon landings, it goes to flat earth. And every time you talk about dinosaurs, it goes right to that same pinnacle so like you really really should remake the iceberg chart and just have the bottom be flat earth everything goes down it's like all conspiracies lead to nazis it's the same same type of thing so all weird all real fringe conspiracies lead to the stages of becoming a flat earther it's just what depth you're at or the stages of becoming a nazi yeah i I just think (laughs) I, i guess like closing out the moon thing i don't think we went to the moon whether there's a firmament or not the the lies and the bullshit of saying we lost technology when your smartwatch could probably power the computer that went to the moon and uh if they did build that technology david oh yeah if they did yeah we we gotta build a computer the size of this room and throw it in a rocket um or we made it the first time in 1969 and we just went up there. It was great. No, yeah, no fucking problem. Have you heard the theory? And this one is fun that we actually did send people up there. We could we couldn't get them back, and so like Ooh. that's why we filmed all of that shit. And then like those guys, like Neil Armstrong, all of those guys. Those guys are actors, and yeah, they have they to they, they have really to live there. with that lie. And that's why like Homie was trying to get him to swear on Bibles. Did you go to the moon and, yeah, and like punched him in the face? And you know, yeah. 
you know, all that and fun why they stuff. were acting weird when they came back. Yeah. Well, Buzz Aldrin, the first crisis kind of, actors, you know, he's kind of lost it. I mean, I think there's an interview of him with like a, like a six year old girl. That's like, did you go to the moon? And he goes, well, no, no, we didn't go. The moon? And I was like, is, is the man senile or did he just like, is now he's just at the point where he's like, you guys can just whack me off. My knees are fucked. My back hurts. You know, I'm missing all my teeth. You know, I'm 96 something years old. And, uh, but, or they went to the moon and they found something that was fucked up and they were like nope nope wash it get rid of it get rid of all this giant tin foils and gold plated tin yep. foiled erector set and throw it out yep <laughs> let's build let's build a spaceship from a movie and just call it a giant school bus and make it work. kubrick yeah 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 it was all faked man i mean and uh verna von braun and kubrick they're all working with disney and they like made a bunch of bullshit and like uh it's funny dude like that was a big one like talking to my mom about that because like she my my grandfather was an actual rocket scientist so her dad was a fucking rocket scientist and worked with a new verna von braun and had verna von braun come to her classroom as a kid and tell him all about the fucking moon landing and shit and about rockets and all that kind of stuff so my mom was like all in but my mom also like a giant fucking zionist like a christian zionist and loves israel and stuff and i was like trying to explain to her i was like you know that verna von braun was a fucking ss officer and a nazi and like dude i just blew i shattered her childhood yeah (laughs) about like every founding scientist of nazi yeah (laughs) there's some some of those oh is it the director of space or something like that for what the johnson space center or something in uh florida is so what is another SS and SA member? And dude had fucking dueling scars all over his face. Like the guy yeah, was a hardcore Nazi yeah. man. Like, and they're just you know. But we we talk about it on our Operation uh, Paperclip episode that we recently dropped. Where I mean, as fucked up as it is that we did that, our country. If we didn't, somebody else was, and somebody else did. I mean, the Russians got them. The UK has them. They're allies. You know, we're all kind of. A, I mean, this isn't even like a fucking conspiracy at this point. It's like they had uh, truth, (laughs) but 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 more so than that, like those German scientists were working on like nerve agents and stuff like they they invented like sarin, but then they had something even more hardcore. And it was like they were doing like they were doing these crazy fucking experiments. And it was like if we didn't grab I mean, whatever. But if we hadn't grabbed them, the Russians would have and they would have all. I mean, the Russians did grab a bunch, too. But, you know, it's. Yeah, yeah, they would have got Werner von Braun, and we would have been, we would have been a little bit. Then they would have got to pretend that. to have gone to the moon, and they would have. Yeah. yeah. Their yeah, giant whole disco, team of free agents, their giant disco ball Spudnik they sent up, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, we have to go to the moon now!" Like, I, it's. it's I don't think the Russians well. have ever been to space. No, no. Well, I don't think any of us have been to space. Be honest, dude. I don't think we're in space right now. I think the ISS is somewhere in like Nevada or something, and they're just like farting around having fun and just. Mm-hmm. It's an just have a good time. Size pool. It's just in a yeah. pool. <laughs> Dude, it's I, in a green I, line have you pool. also seen those fucking have you seen those fucking photos of like this lady and she's like she's supposedly in the ISS, she does she like throws something up and then they 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 shoot it or they show the other video with her and she's in a green screen and somebody's like picking it up yeah. and moving it around and stuff yeah. like it's on a stick. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's all horseshit, man. Yeah. It's all horseshit. Again, I think that's an argument for a shitty NASA. 
Well, dude, can you think of a better fucking scam? How many millions do they burn through every single day? It's like 10 million a day or something like that. And just, yeah, and they just get to fucking milk the government, milk us, rather. All the taxpayers just swimming in fucking money. And so they have to, like, come up with shit to justify why they should still exist. And now we have fucking Space Force, which is super gay. And uh, Space Force is on a. um, I saw a USAA uh, ad the other day, and Space Force is now listed on the. uh, Hell yeah! The the for the people with Space Force veteran. Well, you mentioned. You mentioned. (laughs) Well, I I was actually talking to. um, Fallen the Space Wars. Talking to some other some other folks that that we know that just got out of the Navy for my service. And they're uh, one of the guys that's still in the Navy, and he's in he's based out of California. He says that he sees like one or two a month. I'll see like Space Force personnel with like their their uniforms on and stuff. Uh, it's not like My the buddy. elaborate ones that they had on Netflix, which were funny as hell. Yeah. But but <laughs> yeah. uh, but speaking of, of of Space Force, I mean, we got to think about it. NASA's milking us, but think about that twenty one trillion dollars as of two thousand twenty that is missing from the the pentagon can't account for mm-hmm. and then and then on top of it the 2.1 2.3 or 2.1 trillion dollars that went missing the day before 9-11 and a lot of that we talked about like you mentioned secret space program a lot of that we talked about in our secret space program episode even in the portions of our 9-11 series where where'd that money go if it didn't go to like it's it's not just going to military and defense on in battlefields here on earth or mm-hmm. Afghanistan or anything like that, or undersea warfare, it's going either up or really down, whatever, whatever it is. It's that money is. Or on the other end of it, uh, NASA is one of the biggest fucking embezzling organizations in the world. We're giving billions of dollars to NASA when in reality it's going towards the military industrial complex through a back door. We don't have to put it on the books. We say, yeah, this is going towards space exploration. Let's give $5 trillion towards the, uh, the international space station. And, uh, we need to build more rockets and we need to fund more astronaut programs. When in reality, it's all going towards warheads and new tanks. And here's a, here's a couple a 10 warthogs and yeah. That's that's all stuff that's off the books. Think, you don't think the bulk of it's going to like technology with that war- type of warfare, like you know, like psyop, space stuff. lasers, <laughs> space lasers. I don't, know. I don't know, man. I think they have a lot of fucking technology that we don't even know about, and I I, I don't know what they do with the majority of it. Besides, maybe I mean, maybe they just like fucking clone a bunch of kids and. And, you know, just farm them for fucking adrenochrome and do all kinds of... I don't know. I mean, these people are just sick fucks. I don't know what they do with all that money. Uh, if Joe Biden is a clone, man, they really fucked up on that one. Yeah. yeah I mentioned mentioned earlier uh, uh, on, a, on another episode we had where we were on someone else's show uh, that if it was like Mitch McConnell... Uh, they fucked up on that one because this guy's skin is just melting off his skeleton and his <laughs> his muscular structure. It's just it's terrible. Like Nancy yeah, Pelosi, Biden. Uh, yeah. she scary. She, yeah, she's scary. Um, but yeah, Biden. Seeing pictures of Biden over the course of the last couple of years, and you know maybe an eight year period, he's looked dramatically different. And there's that meme that's circulating where it's like regular Biden. 
And then it says like great value bite. <laughs> yeah, great value bite. And then like falling upstairs bite in. And then like crypt keeper bite in. You know, like it's crypt keeper reptilian bite in, where it's just like the guy's either old as fuck and deteriorating at a astronomical rate, or the conspiracy theorist in me says that he's dead and they're using somebody else with a mask. And it's like that uh it's like, a, that, uh, <laughs> it's robot, like when they do bite the it's like when they do the comparison of uh, of uh, Star Wars and they talk about Obi Wan. They're like, "Yeah, this is Obi Wan," and and they show you know young young Obi Wan, and then they're like ten years later, and it's fucking Alec McGinnis, and he, yeah. you know he's like forty years older and decrepit <laughs> old man. It's the same for Biden. They're just like, "Yeah, here's here's fifty year old Biden," and then you show like here's ninety four year old Biden seven years later. Well, it's it's always with that slow disclosure, right? Where they give us a piece of like technology, they tell us that this is like, hey, we're just experimenting with this. And so when when it comes to light for us, it means that they've been doing this for ten years and they got it down, right? So it's something like where the Chinese scientists and uh, they they fucking killed a bunch of pigs and then they were able to reanimate those uh, that reanimate their brains and make like fire them up again and things like that, like. What do you think the chances are that Joe Biden, like you said, is actually dead? And he's in, he's like, and they're animating his corpse and they're pumping his brain full of adrenochrome and all kinds of crazy like drugs just trying to keep him. And that's why he's up there. He's like, he just act like a goofball zombie. and saying dumb shit. Zombie yeah, he's a zombie. Should and I Kamala Harris is card? that terrible that they're like, okay, we'll roll with a zombie for right now. Because we don't want to fucking... <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of people that are controlling some of the most powerful decisions that affect all of us, and they are all on death's door. It's dude, and I, if you think those people actually have any power, like I don't think the Congress has any power. I don't think our presidents yeah. have any fucking power. They're oh, figureheads. No. That's who we get to vote for. We get to get all pissed at each other and fight each other and be like MAGA. No, I fucking yeah. think Joe Biden the pedophile. And then you guys get to fight with each other, and it's it's fucking bread and circus, dude. And really, like probably it's these giant fucking mega corporations that are making huge amounts of money, and these fucking bankers that are doing all this crazy. Crazy shit. They're the ones that are actually in charge, and they get to pick who, like, I don't know, like who will play ball. Because like, I don't think you even get to be one of the people to like to be in the running for president unless you're bought, sold, and paid for. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, so look at it this way: the the people that are actually in charge, let's call them the shadow government for all intent and purpose. Um, the people that are actually in charge, you don't know who they are. You know, we all we all spot the same names. We say the Illuminati. We say the Rothschilds, the, you know, uh, the Rockefellers, the, you know, whoever it may be. And then take a step further inward and think about the family. Have you ever heard of the, the family? You know, 99% of people have never heard of the family, but they made a Netflix fucking documentary on the people and on the group. Frightening. Now, you've never heard of the family. They made a Netflix documentary on it. Now think of the people that you've never heard of that Netflix isn't going to make a documentary on. Nobody knows their names. Nobody knows their faces. Nobody knows that they're involved in these schemes and in, in, in these dealings, backroom dealings, and who they control and how they do it. It's, it, it and, and the family is right in your face. Like they've proven that these guys have the power, the political power in Washington, D.C. and throughout the world. They've proven it. 
Now think on the other end of it, how many people you don't know, how many people you have never heard of and you never will. You'll never know their names. You know, the things that we know about, we know by happenstance or we know because they want us to know that. Well, just look you at know. just look at the list when we found the uh, the itinerary and the list of the people who went to Bohemian Grove. It's like hundreds of people and you've only heard of like six. Yeah, you don't know who these people are. And and on top of it all, again, those that right there is a list of people they want you to know exist. Yeah, because it's out there. We because if they didn't, easily. The, the people that they don't want you to know exist aren't on that list. They're yeah. not there. They're not they're not the ones signing their names on documents. They're not doing that. It's just implied that they are there. It's the same 100%. anywhere throughout the political spe- political spectrum. You know these politicians, you think they're in power. No, they're not in power because you know them. Because there is a face and a name to them. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, dude. And I- fucking companies like BlackRock because that was the whole switch to private privatization and things like that. Like, so like, cause if, if this were government doing, then we might have some sort of like, uh, what do you call that? Where we can freedom of information act, things like that. But with the private company, you never have to, they have no fucking reason to tell you anything. Like we don't know who's on the board of BlackRock. We don't know the people that are actually that, on it, that run that fucking, we know who like the CEO is. We don't know anybody else. Well, like, I think, yeah, and we get to see him Jerry. as a face. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, uh, it. It is it is exactly like that. It's it's scary, the power that corporations have over our country, over our world. That I mean, the, you could say that the that America today is built off of the power of corporations. That's really what it boils down to. It's not, it's not, the, it's not political corporation power. could be considered a person. Yeah. I think that was the biggest problem. It, yeah. Someone was, was trying to explain this to me, or I heard this on a podcast. They were talking about like different s- secret societies and things like that. Right. Like the OTO and like all those different, all those things. They're actually, they're all corporations. Right. So all these mm-hmm. actually have like corporations and things like that but they're all connected and owned by one corporation so like the oto is owned by these same they were saying that they're owned by the same people that own like uh the mormon church and shit they're all under one fucking corporation and it's called like corporation corporation or something stupid like that and you're like who the fuck is that guy yeah you know who the fuck are they you know like these are the motherfuckers that are running things like yeah. These faceless, nameless monsters that just yeah. like arms dealers, you know, arms dealers fund both sides of the war. Well, that's what it's corporations smart. do. They they invest in both sides of the competition. So, you know, do they own Pepsi or Coke? Well, they own them both. Yeah, that and was that's, a, that's that how was they have rock. absolute power. Yeah, that was you know, that was some shocking uh, revelations. Finding out going through BlackRock's shareholder paperwork on, on the internet and seeing all the stuff that they have. And you're like watching, you're like, you go, you go something as simple as going to, you know, just out to eat and you see a Burger King across the street from McDonald's. They're two different companies that work, you know, that, that do compete with each other when it comes to like this company comes out with, you know, 
chicken fries and this one comes out with like chicken wedges and they're just going back and forth with each other one's 10 cents cheaper and the employees are like look at those assholes at burger king across the street and it's the same thing you know they're just like but re in reality the people that own those companies are exactly the, there might be exactly the same percentage of shares that both of those companies put into one company that funds them it's yep. bananas yeah and even at that high level when you're talking about blackrock their direct competition, which isn't even competition, is Vanguard, which is the so, second shareholder of Bill which is which is the second highest. Or in in other cases, you know, they switch between spot one and spot two. Yep. It's spot one, spot two, spot two. You know, back and forth, and then Vanguard invests in BlackRock, and BlackRock invests in Vanguard. So it's like they're melding the lines of their own portfolios so much that you can't fucking tell what's real who owns what 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 is this am i giving money to you or to you well technically you're giving money to all of us now the real question becomes who owns vanguard and blackrock because that's one person or one yeah. group of people you know it is it is a a a, a pyramid it's a pyramid. You have all these small companies. They're owned by bigger companies. They're owned by bigger companies. They're owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. Now, who owns BlackRock and Vanguard? Hmm. Satan. I don't think we. I don't think we. I don't think we found found any information on that. I think because was, that's that's stuff that's off the books. Where are you going to find books, that on man. Google? Couldn't yeah, find that. You can't even that? find. You can't even find the board members for Vanguard. Yeah. You can't find them. That you can't find that information anywhere. It's private. Even private. on DuckDuckGo. Bullshit. Even on DuckDuckGo, yeah. damn it. Even on Google. But to bring up something real quick before uh, that you brought up is Freedom of Information Acts. I think those things are bullshit. Oh, yeah. Those things are bullshit. So you're telling me, as long as I know what I'm looking for, the government is going to tell me everything I need to know about it. All I got to do is submit this form and I'll get all the insider scoops on everything that you've been doing that's shady and shitty. Well, yeah, in 37 years. But, but either way, and it's redacted. They're not going to give it to you. They're not going to give it to you. They're not putting everything out there and saying, yeah, this is available for anybody who wants it. That's bullshit. It Freedom is. of Information Acts are will give you stuff that is bullshit in itself. There's probably Here, a you want to know about you want to know about this shitty shit that we did back in the 70s. Here, here's Here. a couple pages about what we did back in the 70s. It's probably oh. a department within the government that actually writes that shit and puts yeah. it out and publishes it. Half that it. shit is probably it's made up. not from files that they're like, oh, well, Johnson, get out there and go go find me a file from 1976 in December. Yeah. And you're no, like, dude, no. the warehouse is the size of three fucking lows. I'm not doing that, man. Like, you know, like Microsoft so just Word like, document with typewriter font. Yep. <laughs> he stained the paper. Yeah. All yeah. good. Yeah. They invested in blood and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> Let's throw a little bit of throw a little bit of acid in there too from MK Ultra and make it look real believable. I think I think freedom of information access are, are are stupid. I think I think it's all bullshit. I think they throw you little morsels, but when it comes down to it, if you really really came across something through whispers, through back channels, through uh, you know some sort of uh, of source private private source that tells you, hey, you know the government was doing this and blah blah blah, you should get a you should get a Freedom of Information Act request on it, and then you go and request it, and they go, how the fuck does this guy know about that? And then a week later, you're shot in the back three times, and and they go, <laughs> oh man, you know. 
I never saw John as a person who would commit suicide in the back of his head four times. I never saw it. Never saw it coming. He loved his wife and his children. Who would have thought that he would have suicided himself 400 times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they, and they don't even have to do that anymore. They can just be like, and we just put kitty porn on his computer. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> they can do all Those kinds of shit. Yeah. They can just, yeah, yep. it's pretty wild. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I'm a hacker from a... <laughs> I'm a hacker from Malaysia that took, took your credit card. Nope. I'm yep. from the CIA. <laughs> yeah. I accidentally sent a bunker buster to this young man's house. I don't <laughs> know how. I don't know. Swatted. <laughs> Sir, where'd that bunker buster go? Iraq? No, no, no. It went to uh, Cleveland. <laughs> in some 22 year old's basement right now. His whole family's gone. <laughs> Never should have put that information act in, huh? <laughs> I guess we can throw that request in the trash. You won't be needing that one. <laughs> oh, the CIA. You fun people. <laughs> well, gents, we just passed an hour. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We got to do this again. Yeah, an hour went by quick, huh? Yeah, we yeah. we went through all the stages of the conspiratorial world in that one. That was, <laughs> that was the conspiracy tornado. Yeah, quite a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I hope I'm. I hope I didn't offend your flat Earth fan base. I hope they're not like declassified. Dave is a piece of shit. If Fuck anything, I did. <laughs> well, gents, if you guys are offended, make sure to hit up declassified Dave, declassified Dave, and tell him everything. <laughs> no, nah, everybody's chill, dude. I like I like my audience. Everybody's fucking nice. Uh, Send us comments. We want to we want to know more. You know, my name is Mystery Mike, in case you want to identify me as the Globe Dard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. I hope your audience is cool, too. Yeah, I, so you guys can always hit me up. Like, I, dude, I'm, I think I'm having a beer with another uh, listener. Uh, so anytime people hit me up, like on Telegram or on my email, like if you guys are, if you guys are near Portland, Let's grab a beer and hang out. So my my email address is realitiesars at gmail.com. I'm super approachable. I want to get your emails. I want to talk to you guys. So all that yeah. fun stuff. For sure. You can and find us again, Rockfin, all the dumb shit. We're we're real we're big on Instagram. So hit us up at, at realitiesarspod everywhere. Sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, we are also on Instagram. We're not on Rockfin yet. In due time, we will be. Um, we're currently kind of tied to YouTube, but, um, you can always get us at our email address, contact at hushhushsociety.com. You can go to hushhushsociety.com. As Dave said at the beginning of the show, you can reach us there. Uh, we love to get messages, mail, hate mail, good mail, uh, love mail, whatever you want to send us. We will respond to it all, uh, in due time. And, uh, we appreciate you, Nate, for having us on. It's been, it's been yeah. great. Absolutely, gents. Yeah, let's definitely do this again. Yeah, that was yep, a lot of fun. Sure. All right. I'm going to hit our – hold on. Did we just get another comment? We did. Okay. That's all right. All right. And later, gents. Bye-bye.